Welcome to Dixon Real Estate Vibes. If you want to know about the local market, this is the place to be. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this vibe with one of our local brokers. What's up, everybody? We are back with a, uh, another Dixon Real Estate Bob's here. I got Mr. Uh, Richard Lee in the house. What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. How's it going? We're, we're fresh off a fun time down in uh, downtown Dixon this weekend. That was, uh, that was a great time. You got that right, man. There was like 7,000 people out there. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, I've heard, Fireworks some, I've heard and some crazy numbers to think that we had that many people down here. That's... Uh, that's a good thing for Dixon County, right? Absolutely, yeah. And I don't think that's going to be the last time that happens either. Well, let's do let's do that again, and let's do that more often. That was that's... I think twice a year would be really good. Uh, maybe like a spring kind of deal mm-hmm. as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think people from the outside of the county were coming too. Did you get a feel for how many people were coming from outside the county? You know, I didn't expect that many people. That yeah. was uh that was really something to see to have that many people and you know food trucks and sure you know the city limits was kind of nice beer gardens you know whoever thought a beer who would have thought in downtown dixon <laughs> you telling somebody that about 10 years ago they right. would have lost their mind have you lost your mind <laughs> but you know those are fun activities fun family uh, i mean it wasn't just about the beer obviously i sure. mean there was just a lot of stuff for the families to do and uh, obviously uh, a lot of music we saw a lot of kids and a lot of families down there it was just a it was really a fun time to see that down there so uh, as a real estate person, I really like seeing that. That was that was good. Yeah, I can imagine you uh, meet and greet some new people. Or I yeah. saw you walking around in your constable uniform. You got it on right now. <laughs> some call this my constable costume, but Con- it's, it's actually a uniform. <laughs> Don't let them talk to you like that. <laughs> I know. But it, uh, yeah, we uh, we we met and and talked to a lot of people, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun, man. That was. I don't I don't know what part you played in that, but thank you whatever you did. To help. I was the MC. That yeah, was it. Yeah, but, yep, that uh, was all I had to go on. But uh, happy to see it. I didn't have much involvement in that, other than just being all of how uh, how it all came together, and it was really well done. I thought so. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think everybody enjoyed it, and um, definitely have to happen again for sure. So, uh, all right, let's jump in uh, on some real estate stuff. We'll just kind of give a quick breakdown of. Uh, you know, maybe just real quick on what you're seeing in the market. Um, kind of, I would like to know maybe the kind of the median um, price that you're seeing right now, um, and then kind of what the demand is from outside of Nashville, and then we can kind of jump into some more specifics on that too. So, you know, one of the things I'm asked all the time, Michael, is like how many houses are available, and you know what what's that like right now? What's the housing shortage? Uh, what is that like right now? So. I usually uh, I'll look every day and see how many active listings. That's active listings that don't have a contract on them that I can get in the car and go look at with people without another contract existing on the property. Uh, right now we're sitting at about 53 or four th- today, so I, I took a couple looks at it, and I would say about two or three years ago and previous to that, a healthy market would have 250 during the summer. Mm. So, as you can see that's pretty short. That's not, that's not a lot. And so once you start putting parameters on that, say you're only going to look at uh, a three bedroom, that's 2000 square foot or more, or you're going to look at one that's got basement or you start putting limitations on that boy, that's really going to mm-hmm. shorten your houses. You can look up a lot. So uh, yeah, it's just not a lot of property. So if there's something that you want to go look at or, and you're, and you need to move, then you're going to need to do it quickly and, and be prepared to, 
to uh, to get involved and in, and in, uh, be pre-approved and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, um, that's just not a lot of houses to look at. Sure. So, so yeah. if you're ready to go, you better be able to move quick. Yeah, yeah. And what we what we tell and and most professional agents know that when they're working with a client, when they call them, that's the first question you'll hear them say is, uh, "Are you pre-approved?" Because uh, we don't want to show you. Uh, four hundred thousand dollar houses when you're only pre-approved for two fifty. That's mm-hmm. just a, a, a everybody's going to be heartbroken. Uh, waste everybody's that. time. Yeah, yeah. and you want to be pre-approved right now because if you do find the one after the search is over and you find the one and you write a contract on it, you want to be able to know what you can do on it to be competitive against the other offers. Sure. Because most of these houses are in competitive offer situations where there's more than one person making an offer. So if you're not pre-approved, you're already behind. You're not going. You're not going to be competitive and making a bid for the house. So cool. Yep. Uh, so it would be, um, I think we were mentioning before that there's um, more agents uh, than available houses at the moment, but real estate obviously is a good uh, field to be in. Um, and you just started your own brokerage. I say just started. You had your yeah. one year, is that That's right? right. Yeah. Not too long yeah. ago. Yeah, we uh, we just had our one year June 1st. Um, cool. We're up to about 19 agents. We got 24 people working out of our office. So We've seen explosive growth as far as uh, uh, a brokerage goes. Agent count wise, I think we're third largest in the county already. Wow! So, after one year, so uh, we're we're doing great. Uh, we we just have a good crew of people, um, and uh, me and you kind of talked about recruiting earlier. And and what I I normally respond to that by saying is I'd like to think I'm a crack recruiter and I'm such a great recruiter. But honestly, the the group of people I have, they recruited each other. They oh, okay. they really have they. They reach out to each other and, and and tell each other, you know, what a great place it is to work, what a fun environment. Uh, what yeah, it, you got like foosball and stuff. Oh, in yeah. Here too, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got a fun yeah, office. We, we have some competitive uh, foosball games in there. So <laughs> uh, what, what a, lot, a lot of people don't realize about real estate agents uh, is that, you know, there's it's a hurry up and wait business where, you know, we're in these high stress environments, and but then we have to wait for an hour or two for a doc to come in or mm-hmm. wait for a client. So you know, we find uh, creative ways to, to pass that time. And, and, you know, my agents work long, hard hours. And uh, so during those gaps in time where they don't want to drive back out to where their home is and, you know, uh, West Dixon or wherever, uh, they'll just stay at the office and, and find find things to do fun uh, until their clients, they can meet their clients and so forth. So anyway, yeah, it's a fun environment. Uh, my agents love love the office. Uh, if they don't, well, then then we'll 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 figure out why they don't like it. and We'll fix that too. But uh, it, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a fun environment, and we we have a great time, and we cool. we just have a good group of people that uh, keep recruiting each other. So hopefully we'll we'll get more more agents as we go. Absolutely, yeah. um, and we know competition's up stiff in Dixon. There's a, there's a ton of brokerages, and yeah. uh, for you to have the amount of growth you've had in the past year is just outstanding. So yeah, yeah. Uh, kudos to that for sure. So well, I appreciate that. We're we're a little bit different. Uh, there's there's a couple other ones like us, but we're we're a we'll, we're a full service. We have an auctioneer. Uh, we also own. Who's a t- your auctioneer? Uh, uh, Joe Sweat. Okay, he's our auctioneer. He he does a great job. He's a really good auctioneer. I've been to a bunch of his auctions. So we have an auctioneer. Uh, we own our own title company, Integrity Title. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, they do a good job for doing a bunch of our closings, and so we we definitely have a full service real estate company there that uh, can take care of your real estate needs. And um, yeah, just just uh, give us a ring, and we'll we'll, we'll help you out. Cool. Um, would you want to dive just real briefly into kind of, if somebody's looking to be a real estate agent, you know, what, what are a couple steps, you know, or the, the kind of the main steps they need to take in order to, you know, start that journey? Uh, the first thing they have to do is take a, uh, 60 hour course that's, that's required just a, a new agent, um, a new affiliate broker course. 
Uh, but uh, we, we're starting to see, and we have in the, in the last few years, especially now with the pandemic and such, where they're taking all the class, all the, the original 60 hours online. So mm. uh, in years gone by, you would have to go to the class, but uh, they have it where you can do it all online. So uh, we've seen some come through here recently that did almost everything online. And, and then uh, you have to sit for the test. Uh, you'll, you'll go take a state exam. Uh, a lot of people were intimidated by that, and they're like, oh, I'm just a terrible test taker. If, if you get that far in this process and you're ready to take the test, come see me. I've, I've got a lot of tips to help you with that. I think that's what's a little bit missed on the online classes is that um, in years gone by, when we would go to classes, uh, a good teacher will say, hey, uh, Johnny, this well, I'm giving you notes right now, but this will be on the test. Mm-hmm. You know, and So those were helpful things. So when you do the stuff online, you don't necessarily get that kind of insight. So uh, I can certainly help you out with that. I, I've been around long enough. I kind of know what's going to be on there, and, and I can kind of get you ready for the test. So if you're not a good test taker, I can get you ready for that. That's that's no problem if you're serious about it and, and ready to, uh, to to get the test done. After that, you got to take another 30-hour course, a new affiliates course, and then uh, the last one is uh, you just got to affiliate with a brokerage, which we hope that you come talk to Lee Realty and, sure. and we can get you going. Cool. Um, so that brokerage holds that agent's license. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each each brokerage has a uh, a managing broker, and they manage. Uh, they're responsible for all the agents. So let's say an agent goes out there and does something dumb and, and gets in trouble for it. Well, he gets fined for it, and so does the brokerage. So hmm. uh, that's kind of how it works. But so they're they're kind of responsible for overseeing them and making sure they they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So. What would an example of something dumb be? Well, something dumb would be uh, not disclosing something you should have disclosed. Okay. And we have insurances and things like that, but sometimes it's just gross uh, uh, negligence where you, you should have disclosed something and you sure. didn't. So, yeah, I always I always err on the side of when the agent says, "Should I disclose that?" I go, mm-hmm. "If you have asked that question, we probably need to yeah. disclose it." So, and you have do you have to disclose if somebody died in the house? Is that right? Uh, that is a gray area, actually. Okay. That's, I'm, that's kind of a. Funny I've always had. I've always. Yeah. I've heard yes and no, uh, and yeah. maybe there's like a grace period on. Yeah, that. no, I, I would say no, but okay. I'm sure if you asked about fifty of us, you'd get about fifty yeses and sure. no's. So, sure. yeah, that's a that's a weird one. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, Cool. All right. So let's get into, I know we can kind of talk about some hot areas like Burns and Dixon, obviously, but um, are there any areas uh, outside uh, kind of the county or maybe the north part or, or different parts of the county um, that kind of people are sleeping on that, that you're maybe seeing some, I guess, maybe more workable prices with some land or things like that if people don't sure. mind having a little bit of a commute to town? Yeah, I think the further west you go, I mean, I think the prices are still less uh, irregular or less elevated. I mean, Dixon County has kind of seen this explosive growth, in my view, because uh, Nashville has seen so much growth. And so uh, it's pushing Nashville folks out this way. Uh, About half, I think we saw some numbers here last month where half the people uh, moving out of here are from out of state, Mm. uh, which is kind of uh, different for Dixon. They're not used to seeing uh, folks from that at that rate come from different different states but uh, i get we get calls at the office from from uh, the northeast and california every day wow. so uh, that's really uh, that that that's some of that is technology because people are able to see our listings uh you know anywhere in the country so they're able to see the real tracks listings on anything so uh you know that's partly what's feeding that the other part is that uh nashville's affordability is declining so mm-hmm. uh it's getting really 
we had an agent that bid $85,000 over. I've been telling that story that, and they, and one of my agents actually, and $85,000 over and they, they didn't get the bid. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and the last, uh, last conversation I, I told that story and they're like, are you kidding me? It's over a hundred now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe it. <laughs> but, and, and they'll get 10 and 20 different offers in Nashville. I mean, that's just, sure. that's just the environment. Now we're competitive here, but it's, it's, I don't think we're to that point where we're doing a hundred thousand dollars over here in Dixon, but we, we're, we're definitely doing multiple offer situations on most. So, wow. uh, you know, with, with little to no contingencies on some of them. Oh as yeah. Well, they, too. they need to be clean. And that goes yeah. back to saying you need to be pre-approved and that sort of thing. But, you know, um, that's just, uh, that's just the environment that we're, we're, uh, we're operating in right now. So, uh, my advice is find you a, a very experienced, if you're a buyer, find you a very experienced agent or somebody that has a company that's going to support the newer agent to make sure that they, uh, are prepared for a competitive uh, battle for a, for a property. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What's the, um, what, so obviously there's a little bit of a bottleneck going on with, with our growth is versus kind of the demand of people that are wanting to come in here. Um, what are you seeing? Um, I know we talked about it earlier, but some, some infrastructure issues or, or things like that. What's kind of, you know, maybe the top two things that the county could maybe do to, to help this explosion just keep going? Well, initially, I just think it's just being open to uh, discussing some of these uh, new subdivisions. And when when the county government and city government are dealing with these developers, just being uh, friendly to them and and kind of uh, and be responsible. Obviously, we we all want responsible growth, but we definitely need to help them problem solve with some of this uh, without costing them an arm and a leg to get some of these developments going. And I mean, you talked before we went on air here that. If I had a hundred houses tomorrow that were brand new, I would I, they'd be gone. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and we'd still be back to square one again, where we we don't know where the next houses are going to come from. So, yeah, we we need to get caught up. Uh, some of these, if you go down to Spring Hill and Murfreesboro, some, they are they are building houses like crazy, and we're we're building houses not but not at that rate. Yeah, uh, we need we need to get ramped up to that to that rate. And some of it's silly stuff, I think, uh, and, and I won't mention any names, but some of it was where they did uh, one of the planning guys didn't like the shape of a lot for somebody mm-hmm. and, and uh, the developer had I think 10 or 15 lots they were trying to do but one of the lots didn't uh, he didn't like the shape of the lot or something like that. I'm like and so it was going to take them another two or three months to get this process through because of that and I think they got it resolved but to think that we held somebody up you know for, for a developer that you know that's you're talking a lot of money to hold somebody up oh, for, yeah. for 90 days when heck we could have built you know three or four houses right there mm-hmm. in 90 days so we just got to be smart about that. We've got to, we've got to uh, appoint people that know something about developing. We got that's uh, that'll do a good job for for both sides of the equation, where they know about growth, uh, they know about responsible growth. Uh, somebody knows something a little bit about real estate and structure and that sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Not just my my buddy Fred over here. Sure. Yeah. Not yeah. just somebody that's real good at campaigning, you know, and <laughs> right. sitting up there. No, I, I completely yeah. agree, and I've seen. Yeah. Well, and, and responsible growth is, is absolutely key. I mean, like you were saying, all these people coming from out of state, they're buying. Uh, I'm on the county BZA board as well, and I'm seeing them buy uh, stuff sight unseen online yeah. and as far as property goes and wanting variances on the zoning, you know, yeah. and uh, setbacks and stuff like that. Well, you do it for one, you got to do it for the rest. So, yeah. you know, you've got you've to kind of be real careful, uh, especially those single development things as well, too, because that can spiral out of control pretty quick, quickly if people start finding out you're doing it for one and not the other. So, um, but just people that care, but that are pro growth. Absolutely. Yeah. As well, well too. it's a, and, and that's what we're talking about here is, is you want it to be balanced. 
we 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 know we need more housing here we know we we, we kind of want to have some affordable housing in some way, but I don't even know if that's possible with the, sure. the way things are going. But, um, you know, we, we definitely want to be able to, to continue to build and have good growth, but we need to, uh, you know, have people that know, know that what, you know, you, in years gone by these zoning things, you know, it'd be like, ah, that's not that big of a job. That's not that important job, but man, we're in a, we're in a place now where it's really important. I mean, those, mm-hmm. are, those are very important jobs. And we really need people that are knowledgeable about those type of things to to be making those decisions. So, cool. Yeah, I mean, I think the county's recently seen a situation where zoning came back to bite us, where they zoned something differently, and then now that they were able to use the property for something else that the residents didn't really want that. But yeah, you know, that's just what we got to look out for. We got to be smart about how we're zoning these properties. It's a big deal now. Yeah, it's very important. So, we almost had that happen in our neighborhood over there in uh, kind of the Forest Hills North Humminbird area. A uh, big developer from out of New Jersey wanted, you know, I think it was 165 condos or something right there in a residential neighborhood who everybody has an acre lot, you know, and it's pretty well set up. Now, I'm not against houses there, but uh, 300 parking spots coming out on 70, uh, jamming mm-hmm. up on the back end of that neighborhood may not be the best location for it, especially since they've done a whole bunch of uh, large multifamily rezoning out kind of in more appropriate areas. I guess they're not sticking mm-hmm. in the middle of a neighborhood, but I don't think that developer's gone yet. Uh, he's going to come back with a little bit more of a low density, better fitting uh, plan for that area. So I'm um, excited for that as well. And I think there may even be, uh, hopefully, because there already is, it's over there where King's Court was until they bulldozed it down. Um, there's some commercial zoning over there as well, too, so we maybe see a little bit of a commercial development in that area as well, yep. which would be nice on that side. I mean, because from 96 all the way to the top of the hill there, there's not much going on. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, it's, it's about being smart where we put mm-hmm. these things, too. And so, you know, you, you've got to balance it out where you have these uh, not-in-my-neighborhood situations, sure. yep. uh, but it's going to go in somebody's neighborhood, but we need to be smart about with exactly where it, the density of it. And, and yep. you know, so we got to be smart about it. And, and it sounds like, uh, uh, you know, everybody has that in mind, but we, we just need to put the right people there to, sure. to do a good job for us. So. so as far as I know that the Main Street's had growth um, pretty significantly, and it's still growing. Um, are What are some commercial needs that you're seeing some of your – you know, and I ask this to a lot of people, nobody really has much to say, but like, I know that all these people c- coming from out of state and when they plop down, obviously Dixon, you know, maybe a small town in California, um, kind of would vibe together. But, uh, you know, if you're, if they're coming from a different environment, um, they've cashed out a whole lot of money and where they've come from and have a lot of money to spend here. Are you seeing any kind of, um, I guess gaps in, in our commercial options that uh, that Dixon may need to think about or recruit some sort of commercial company to come in here to kind of help, I guess, satisfy, A, the people coming from out of state, um, and B, uh, the amount of younger people that are moving here as well, too. I mean, that, that commercial side's got to grow with the residential as well. Yeah, I mean, that's always the magic question, right? Like, what, what, what should I open? Like, as a business person, if I knew, I'd probably, <laughs> probably, uh, I'd probably open it myself, but... Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things I think, uh, and I know we're doing some of that with the, the splash pad that's coming out there, but mm-hmm. uh, different things like that and the skate park. And, and uh, before the show, we were kind of alluding to that a little bit where just infrastructure stuff where I'm, I'm definitely pro-development, pro-developers, uh, but on the pushing back on them a little bit where we're saying, okay, if you're going to develop, we want sidewalks. We want mm-hmm. neighborhoods that connect by sidewalks. We want these infrastructure things that make it more user-friendly to, I mean, I, I was just saying that I live in a neighborhood in Burns 
that's a, a, a relatively nice neighborhood, but we don't have sidewalks. I mean, they, they built the whole development and there's no sidewalks. And, uh, I, and, and I don't want to just say that's the only thing, but that's a big thing for me. And, you know, there's the recreational part of that, of having sidewalks and connecting neighborhoods. And we just don't, we haven't done a good job of that over the decades in, in Dixon. And so uh, I think as far as developing and stuff, we need to do a better better job of that, of, of being able to put those kind of infrastructure things in place. So, Yeah, and it helps get people with families as well, too. I mean, they like to get out and walk around with their kids and their dogs and everything else. And if they're having to walk in the middle of the street, then... Right, you know, that's that's kind of an unsafe area. Well, you look at downtown Dixon, where they've done all these sidewalks, and you just see a lot more people with dogs and strollers and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. It's they've done they've done some really smart stuff down here, and so we'd like to see that some in the in the neighborhoods out in the county too. We'd like to see them uh, do do more infrastructure stuff. So I think that's just a no brainer when you're you've got a developer wanting to put uh, you know 100 houses or 50 houses somewhere. You should have sidewalks. I mean, it's oh, just, absolutely, it's just a minimum expectation. So. Uh, we just got to get away from just uh, a lot here, a lot there, and they're not connected. And then there's uh, just that's just not smart growth in in my view. So. And do we not have that in in kind of the zoning regs at all? I mean, my neighborhood's not that old, and that's true. I don't have any sidewalks. That's true. Nope. So it sounds like something we need to kind of work on to get in the books yep, at least, yep, you know, yep. so they can't slide around something like well, that. Well, when we're talking, we're having uh, friendly conversations with the de- these developers and, and they're drawing them up and you see the, the, uh, the drawings and all that, we need to say, where's the sidewalk? Mm-hmm. You know, where's the, where's the thing connecting it to the neighborhood that's going in next? Mm-hmm. You know, where, where's all this? So, you know, when the, the stores come in later and these commercial things come in later, how are they going to get to those stores? Like, how are they going to, you know, are they going to walk in the street to get there? I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that we're we need to be smart about. And uh, uh, I've heard I heard an interview with the sheriff the other day. It, it, you just have to be, you have to be almost like a chess game. You have to be three or four steps ahead of that. Absolutely. So so he was talking about the streets, like how you do the streets and how you grade the street of how that helps control the the speed limit. So now we're on another level where you've got a okay, we're we're going to put sidewalks and we're also going to put the street where it's you know safe a safe speed where they can't it's not a drag strip through the middle mm-hmm. of the neighborhood so anyway mm-hmm. there's a lot of layers to that uh, obviously so well and the connectivity is big too that you mentioned that is that i know that one of the big pushes uh for these this phase development of downtown is is to have a connectivity to all the downtown neighborhoods Super as smart. well as uh hensley park i heard i don't know if it's true or not but i heard mention of a of a some way probably way down the road a bridge going over that way people could walk from hensley park to the downtown area as well yeah. too because well, most of those that. neighborhoods or those houses down there there's there's sidewalks kind of in the downtown area too yeah. so yeah i think that's going to be a huge resource uh, to have that out there uh, you know and, and and i guess uh you know i don't know what else they're going to do besides the splash pad but i think there's some other uh, ideas out there of what else they can do but it's it's a huge huge piece of property and uh I think that's going to be nice to have that out there and, and be able to be connected in that way is, is super cool. So yeah, cool. You, you can ride your little uh, my one wheel. Yeah, one so wheel. long as yeah, so <laughs> so long as there's no ordinances passed that I can't ride it around. <laughs> if there is, you're going to see me picketing. I think yeah. me and I, Justin and Victor and <laughs> yeah, I, I, I may pick it with you. Know, okay, good. Like, Heck no, the one wheel can't go. Yeah, there we like. go. We'll get t-shirts made and everything. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But uh, yeah, that you're you're kind of ahead of what uh, skateboarders have to do whether. You know, trying to keep the skateboarders, so they'll say no more one wheelers. Yeah. So. Well, I'm not trying to grind uh, yeah. on everybody's yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just nicely perusing around, yeah. and I stay in the alleys if I can. Yeah, you know, yeah. just completely out of sight, out of mind. Oh man, so. I think you should go right down the street, man. <laughs> down the middle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've done it at night after trivia. Sometimes, you know, when things clear out about ten or ten thirty, and yeah. downtown's a little quiet, yeah. then. 
uh, yeah, most definitely we'll just ride around You've the streets. You've got some lights on it, don't you? I do. Yeah, yeah. frontwards and backward yeah. lights. And uh, but you know that's uh, you know that's the thing everybody kind of misses about Dixon County is the neighbor neighbor feel to mm-hmm. everything. You know, knowing your neighbor. And I think we've gotten away from that because of the no sidewalks thing, you know, and that's yep. just a connectivity thing that you were talking about. That's just really important. And I hope we do. A, I hope we do a better job of that in the decades to come. And people cool. behind us will pick that up and keep going. So, yeah. And I think we've got some young leadership in, too, that's pretty smart and experienced and as well as kind of the um, older generation that has seen where it's come from and been here during the transition. So I think kind of a mesh of those two type of, you know, a, a progressive uh, in combination with kind of a more uh, conservative, let's do this right, I think kind of that uh, play on each other will, will really bode well for Dixon's future as far yeah. as kind of the vision of where it's supposed to go versus how we've got to get there. You know, it's. Well, so, you know, about the county commissioners meeting uh, a few weeks back, and they were talking about their record uh, revenues right now for them. So I hope, I hope uh, our leadership and the people that we know and trust are, are doing a good job with that. I think that's going to keep going up because mm-hmm. uh, the housing prices, we, we, we kind of talked about that a little bit, where I think just probably in 2018, the average house price was in Dixon County was just a tick over 200 mm. is what we were selling. And now it's getting closer to 300. Wow. So that, that has to bolster how much money they're making as far as uh, tax revenues from, from housing. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to plug in? I think that's it. I think we've talked about Lee Realty and, and you want to plug uh, your Hagen. socials, uh, Lee Realty Group on on uh, Facebook, and you can find the rest of it off there. But uh, feel free to to reach out to us at Lee Realty Group online or call our office at six one five four four six two zero zero six. And we normally have an agent on duty there. So if you got a question about a specific property, you're welcome to give them a call, and they'll be happy to help you out. Cool. Yep. Great. Great brokerage. Uh, growing really fast. I'm I'm friends with. Uh, several of the, the guys and girls over there. So he uh, won't steer you wrong. And uh, if you're interested in getting in the field, feel free to reach out to him. But I uh, appreciate you taking the time coming no, in. Matt, we we you... appreciate you doing the show. I think yeah. this is the answer to a, to a lot of the information that gets out there. And we, we appreciate you, Michael, doing this kind of stuff because it really helps get out good information uh, to uh, to our, our citizens of this community. So thank cool. you. We Absolutely. appreciate you. Yep. Yep. No, I'm going to keep doing it. And um I'm not sure who I'm going to have on next month. This is kind of a monthly reoccurring show just to get an update on everything and um, question some certain people about specific things. But uh, I've got a couple people in mind. I haven't had anybody committed. But uh, in the meantime, be sure to like um, your Vibes podcast on Facebook, Instagram, um, and subscribe and like on on YouTube as well. That's kind of how you get the notifications. Um, I'm on Spotify, so be sure to follow that uh, the podcast on there. But uh, Until next time, thank you, Richard. Um, And we will see you guys next month with uh, Your Vibes Real Estate. And I've got a couple episodes of just the regular Your Vibes podcast coming up next week. So be sure to tune in. But until next time, take it easy. Have a good rest of the day. Peace.